Hey everyone and welcome back. It's G.I. Jane 2.0 here with another episode for you. Um, before I start off, I'd like to invite you guys to follow me on my Linktree account. Uh, it's G.I. underscore Jane 11. There you can find um, a lot of the other projects that I'm um, in involved in, uh, such as NFTs, um, my gaming channel, so on and so forth. So I do appreciate you tuning in uh, to my podcast today. And today I'd kind of like to uh, speak on acceptance because I know I'm mostly here on the podcast, you know, speaking about the metaverse and this most definitely will tie into the metaverse, but there will be times where, you know, some of this may or may not pertain to uh, life in the metaverse. So before I really get into what I wanted to speak about with the acceptance, let me talk about the metaverse. Um, for those of you that are a bit unfamiliar uh, I will speak about the platform that I on that I'm on because there are several different metaverses. So I'm on Facebook's metaverse. I log on under the Quest Oculus Two. Uh, the two main apps that I go on to are Horizon Worlds and Alt Space. I do touch on some other apps like uh, Trip, where I do some of the meditation and you know. I have some dance apps and I have some drumming apps and musical apps, but the two main uh, spaces when I speak about the metaverse, I'm going to speak about Horizon Worlds and or Alt Space uh, when I'm talking about my experiences um, in the metaverse. So what exactly is the metaverse? Because when I try to speak to my real life, and I don't want to say real life because the people behind the avatars in the metaverse are real. Um, but when, how can I phrase this? You know, this is becoming a thing now. So when I speak to my friends from my physical life, as I've known it for so many years, um, a lot of them are confused about the metaverse and it seems like so far-fetched to them. It seems like some back to the future, uh, you know, type scenes. And a lot of it is, you know, some of it is. Um, so let me speak about some of the experiences that you can have in the metaverse. Uh, if you want to take it solely, you know, to the gaming channel, there are plenty of things that you can do and you can keep it solely in a gaming realm. Um, but there are other aspects to the metaverse. It's, it's an extension um, of the internet, if you will, in the sense that now, um, instead of just staring at a screen, you have um, almost a physical being uh, to, and that being your avatar, uh, to those of you, um, n to those next to you on the screen, okay? So when we hop into, say, Horizon Worlds or into Alt Space, um, not only do we get to interact with uh, our friends, it's done through an avatar. So... Let me speak on this. A lot of people in the so-called real world um, would look at an avatar and say, that's cartoonish. I don't get it. I don't understand. It's so far-fetched. Why are we uh, staring and talking to a bunch of cartoons? But let me tell you what's kind of brilliant about that. And this goes ties into um, my session about acceptance. So as we're sitting there um, behind these avatars, right? 
the avatars, you can choose anything from your piercings to your hair color, your hairstyle, your clothes, your body type, all kinds of different things. So at that point, you can choose to be as close as you are in your physical world, or you can choose to be something completely different, or maybe, you know, a blend between the two. Okay. Um, so now when we go into these spaces like alt space well both horizon worlds and alt space have things like clubs set up in them and so when we go into these clubs and we see our friends um or we see even strangers uh we're more apt to go up and socialize with them because we don't necessarily have the same um the same insecurities that may plague us you know when we are in the real world so I've told you all before you know I'm a military veteran and a lot of us military veterans um, have actually come into the metaverse and we suffer PTSD and a lot of people uh, hear the words PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and they assume, you know, that we're, that we're just crazy, that we can't hold our tempers, that, that, you know, we're going to snap at the, at a moment and nothing can be further from the truth. Um, I'd like to be able one day to break the stigma behind, uh, PTSD and PTSD, let me just express this. PTSD does not just fall under um, the category of veterans. There's a lot of people that suffer from PTSD. If you've suffered um, physical or mental abuse, then you probably suffer from PTSD. Um, if you've suffered any traumatic incident or experience, really, in your lifetime, you've suffered PTSD. So I think it might be a fair assumption to say that most of us suffer from PTSD. The difference is that few of us will speak on it or look for help. And years ago, that was me. I fell into the deepest depths of depression I had ever, ever, ever been in. And I amaze myself every day for being able to dig myself out of that. Um, and as you continue on to hear my story, you'll hear bits and pieces on how uh, I got out of it. You'll hear bits and pieces on where I'm at today and, and the things that I'm involved in and how my life has has completely changed. Um, but anyway, a lot of us suffer from PTSD and uh, we see it as a weakness to to ask for help, right? So, or, or if we do ask for help, <laughs> we might get the common answers, right? Like, oh, you're strong. You'll get through it. Tomorrow's a new day. It's brighter day tomorrow, right? And, and you're sitting there in your head, you're smiling on the outside like, yo, you just don't get how torn up inside I am right now, how I'm ready to just 
give up on everything and you're telling me just keep going with a smile on my face, right? Yeah. Yeah. So instead of going through that, a lot of times we choose to just kind of bottle it up. And um, I'm not going to speak for all of those that suffer from PT. PTSD or all of those that are in the military or a veteran even, but, um, when you fall so deep into a depression, um, sometimes you feel like the only way out is by death. So years ago when I was in that place I decided it was either going to be death or I was going to change everything about myself and so I did and I never thought about death since then now we speak about acceptance this is what I wanted to do the podcast on was acceptance okay because I feel at the root of all of us I feel our 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 core problem or our core I I don't know how to quite express it but I feel at our core we all search for acceptance from the day that we're born okay we are given labels you pass out of your mother's womb and the doctors and the nurses and your aunts and uncles and cousins brothers sisters parents whoever sees you and comes and greets you they automatically greet you with a, oh, you're so beautiful. You're going to be a beauty queen. Or you're so big and strong. You're, you're going to be a football player. And so there it starts. A whole lifetime of a bunch of labels telling us who we are inside, right? Even before we could articulate our own thoughts to put together who we felt we were inside, people were already telling us who we are. That hardly seems fair, huh? Because then, when we don't live up to those labels that they've given us, they judge us. And what comes out of judgment? Resentment, hatred, anxiety, depression, and a million other negative uh, feelings, right? And it's a snowball effect. So, there comes a time uh, in your life, if you've ever really truly hit that rock bottom, if you've ever gotten to that place that I just spoke about, you have to evaluate deeply who you are, what you want, where you're going, and what you feel your purpose is. And these are worth continuing. Or have you felt like you've served your purpose? Or do you feel you have no purpose? But a lot of times, we try to serve the purpose that others have given us. And that's what leads, to, leads us to these feelings of anxiety and depression. We, we can't live up to other people's expectations because that's not who we truly are inside. So... Until we can learn to shut off and say, you know what, 
whatever Susie or Billy Joe says about me has no effect on my mental well-being. It has no effect on me. And it truly doesn't. Then we can't, we can't move on. We can't learn to accept ourselves. Okay. So when I speak about acceptance, um, yeah, it'd be nice to have Susie and Billy Joe's um, mark of approval. But in the end, really, the only acceptance that you should be worried about is accepting yourself. The good, the bad, the ugly, the fantastic, whatever you want to call it. Um, if you truly can't sit there and accept yourself, then you're forever going to be in in that dark state. We search for acceptance in everything that we do and it makes us miserable because one person has one set of expectations, another has another, we have our own and none of them coincide with one another. So we live these lives that just seem unpurposeful when you get to that point in your life when you've hit that rock bottom and you're and you're evaluating your life and you're evaluating your purpose that's when you have to evaluate those labels you have to look at yourself and you have to say i agree with this one or i i don't agree with that one or I'm going to change this one, or I'm, or I'm going to keep this how I am. This is my personality, okay? And then you have to change your habits to, again, coincide with the type of person that you want to be, okay? So, going back to uh, PTSD and being a veteran, one of the reasons I picked up the Quest Oculus 2 was because of, you know, the whole lockdown, uh, socializing was even more difficult. Um, there are certain social, uh, social um, events that I just can't put myself through. And then there's others that don't bother me. So... Not only was I looking to invest in, uh, you know, crypto and NFTs, and I'm an artist, so of course I do NFTs. Um, I wanted to see further what the what the metaverse really was, and in there, um, that's where I truly learned and found out about acceptance, because I feel like. For all of, I'm 41 years old. So for the last however many years of my adulthood, I feel that I had been trying to live up to these labels. And, you know, I'm a very creative person by nature. Um, but in my family, that's kind of frowned upon. My family was the work hard, go to school, get an education, do the nine to five, run the ladder, you know, uh, type family. It was never accepted, you know, to express yourself. 
Although, and I think that's why I was the rebel of the family because that's all I've ever been about. But I tried to play the role. I tried to, you know, have the acceptance of family and friends and do the nine to five. And I found myself in the business world running numbers all day, every day. And even though I learned a ton about business that I absolutely needed to needed to learn it pertains to so much um and it also you know teaches you how to deal with money so i'm i'm forever grateful for the experiences but it killed me inside it killed me to sit there at a desk all day every day doing the same thing with the same numbers you know it just it just it was too mundane M- mundane 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 it was, it was too much for me. So, um, I began, you know, taking, I, I went another route and I started, uh, I, I left the business world and I began, uh, pursuing, you know, the artistic side of myself. And that's where I really actually began to fall in love with myself couple of months prior to that I was ready to kill myself because I was so miserable right and now when I decided to dump all of those labels and look inside me um, I was ready to accept myself and accept that I'm an artistic person and if other people don't get it it doesn't matter to me I'm still gonna do what I want and every single day all I do is create every single day. It makes me happy to be able to put my thoughts into something beautiful, turn it into something beautiful. To me, it doesn't matter if other people get it or they don't get it. It's out there. I don't care. I don't like, I love art, but I don't like every artist's work, but I respect it. I respect their work. That's how they envision things. That's their purpose. That's how they were meant to put themselves out to the world. I just have a different style. That's all. Just like with fashion, just like with everything else. So I began to embrace that artistic side. And in that, I've never been much of a gamer. But that's when I picked up the Quest Oculus 2. And I said, "Hmm, let me see what's going on here. So when I logged on, I started hearing about Horizon Worlds. And at that time, Horizon Worlds was an invite only. But what intrigued me about Horizon Worlds was the fact that you were able to build your own worlds. Okay. So I immediately wanted in. I'm an artistic person. I wanted in. So I started, you know, trying to figure out how to get invites. And I eventually did. While I was doing that, I decided, well, I found this app called Altspace. And in Altspace, they have these beautiful, you know, spaces. And their spaces are very realistic. Okay, so the, the building styles in the two are completely different. But that's aside. You know, there's there's another podcast for that. When I went into Altspace, though, Altspace was the first um, community I came into contact with. I began, 
you know, jumping into, we call them worlds, by the way. I know I say that, and for those of you listening, some of you might not understand worlds uh, because you might not be in the metaverse. Worlds are simply a space that you create, whether it's a room, um, a venue, whatever. So in alt space, um, I began exploring these different rooms, and um, I came up to a lot of artwork. So that immediately sparked my interest. I was going to gallery after gallery after gallery, just absorbing all of this art. That if I were to do that in the physical world, that would take me forever to catch up with all of those artists. So I am eternally grateful to be able to experience such beautiful art so quickly in the metaverse. So that's what caught me. That's what that's what hooked me. And then I began speaking to the creators as I saw them in the rooms. And I, and I spoke to them, figuring out how they made and created these rooms. What did they do in the real life? Who are they? What are they trying to accomplish? What is the metaverse about? What does it mean to them? And I opened a whole can of worms. <laughs> and just like the real world, it goes deep. Um, so... I started and one of the first places that I really um, spoke with the owner of this space or the creator of this space was a, a spot in alt space. It was called Soul's Kitchen. Soul G and Nina Kreese and Sir Saksky. Saksky, I have a hard time saying that. I apologize. Um, they are real life uh, music producers so they do music production and they you know have tried to capture the audience of the metaverse and have brought their real life skills into the metaverse when I walked into Soul's Kitchen I was intrigued though at first because I I said Soul's Kitchen okay so you know I'm playing this game I'm like okay let me go eat something and I go into Soul's Kitchen and there was nothing being cooked I still got to talk to Soul about that. There was nothing being cooked. I was like, what's going on? And then I see where it says studio downstairs. So I went to the studio downstairs and Soul was down there. And so I started talking to him and asking him um, what he did. And that just began my whole quest on the metaverse. While that was, and I and I'll say so, Odd Space, okay, Soul is a part of um, a community that is full of creatives, and these are extremely talented people, uh, you know, 3D web designers, you have um, different architects, musicians, uh, engineers, uh, sound engineers, and so on and so forth. So many uh, wonderful, talented people there in alt space. And almost immediately, as soon as I, uh, met up with soul, that community welcomed me. And that was, I have to say, probably the first time that I have really felt welcomed into a community, I guess, because, you know, I had always been in the business world and for so long I felt like I was the oddball there. You know, I never felt like I really truly 
fit in the business world? Do I know business? Can I speak business? Do I understand it? Sure. Um, maybe to not to the depths of some, but um, I just remember sitting sometimes in these meetings and I, I just, my mind would wander, unfortunately, and I just knew that I wasn't meant to be there. I just knew I didn't have anything in common with these people as far, you know, um, that's a little bit harsh, but because of course I had some things in common, but I, I'm talking about on, um, I guess I knew professionally I didn't belong there. That was not for me, I should say. So anyway. When I went into alt space, I found that acceptance that I had searched for for years. And all it took was to pick up the Quest Oculus 2 and to log into an app, speak to a few people, and bam, I was in a community that I felt I belonged to. People that were artists, musicians, um... So that's what that's what drew me and has kept me uh, in the metaverse, really. I find, you know, I remember when I was raising my son, oh, he was he was so into video games and I used to always get upset with him, telling him to turn off the video games go study, go read a book, go outside, whatever. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I I did not understand how somebody could sit on a game for hours and hours. But now I get it. You're around people that have the same interests that you have, you know, and you can begin not only, you know, feeling acceptance, but you begin collabing with one another and just letting ideas bounce off of one another and then you elevate each other. So I find that, you know, when we don't end up in the proper circles, we find ourselves being buried instead of being elevated. Because we're looking for acceptance, but we're in the wrong circle, you know? So choosing the right circle, I think, has um, a huge part to play in acceptance. So in the metaverse, that's one of the wonderful things about the metaverse is there are so many different worlds and so many different apps and so many uh, different experiences that you can find those people um with common interest. The other day I went to a book club. I was so happy to be able to find a book club. <laughs> I don't have enough people that I can speak about books and I read all the time and I just, I don't have enough people to speak about books with. <laughs> and so I was in alt space again. See, I love alt space because it has expanded my mind. I was in alt space and I found a wonderful book club that meets on Wednesdays and you know, it expanded my mind. It was so wonderful to be able to speak with some intellectuals that just put new ideas into my head. Um, so 
even though, you know, and, and with being a vet and suffering with PTSD, walking into that book club could have been so difficult for me or for somebody else. That could have hindered us. So a lot of times when we don't or when we're suffering this anxiety and this depression is because we lack acceptance and then that hinders us from being able to become the person that we become comfortable in being. We we keep ourselves bound and tied looking for acceptance from the wrong people or the or the wrong crowd. But ultimately, really, I mean, acceptance just needs to be in your head because if in your mind, okay, mind over matter. So your mind, if you control your mind, you control your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, those are all temporary. And if you can say that you truly accept yourself and you're happy with yourself, right, then um, ultimately the thoughts of others leave you completely unaffected. So I know I went off on a tangent here about acceptance and maybe you saw me tie it into the metaverse and maybe you didn't. I hope you did. Uh, But anyway, that's my thoughts on it. Um, I have thoroughly enjoyed my experience with um, Facebook's metaverse through the Quest Oculus 2. It it was a simple setup. I didn't need a whole lot of um, equipment. I am not very tech savvy. Uh, I'm not a gamer. So to be able to have such a simple system was amazing. And it's kept me hooked ever since. The experiences that you have in the metaverse are unreal you could find you know like i was telling you very very um realistic experiences such as the art gallery support groups uh or whatever or you could do clubbing you could do gaming you could take it any direction that you want but ultimately you're gonna find that group that uh gives you that acceptance um and i have to say that i have to say To all the gamers out there, all the shit I've talked over the years about gaming and I don't get it and it's whatever, whatever I may have said, don't quote me. I don't know what I said or didn't say, but I apologize because I completely get it now. I completely get it how wonderful it is to have, you know, a bunch of friends you know, at the drop of the dime, because I could, it doesn't matter to me if I sign in at two in the morning or two in the afternoon. I always have some of my friends online that I can go hang out with, talk to. And in the real world, that just isn't possible um, all the time. So again, uh, this episode was supposed to be about acceptance (laughs) and the metaverse. And you know, if you suffer PTSD, if you suffer anxiety, if you, shit, if you're bored, I don't know, go pick up the Quest Oculus 2, meet G.I. Jane 2.0 in the metaverse. You can find me in Horizon Worlds or Alt Space, mostly. And uh, meet me in the future. That That's what the metaverse is. I, I'm going to get on here and do another episode 
later on about dating in the metaverse. For those of you that are curious, I have gotten tons and tons of uh, questions about it. Anyway, I will hit on all of that as the time comes. Till then, follow me on Linktree, GI underscore Jane 11, and I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in and GI Jane 2.0.